All right. Welcome to the Flush Hour Podcast, episode two. Uh, it's your boy, Matt Kang. Christian Heavens. It's been a minute since we've been here. Um, obviously, we put the first one out last week, and we had a lot of fun. We got, got a lot yeah. of good feedback, but I think there's a lot to talk about, so um, we're just going to get right into it. Yeah, man. We had, I mean, shoot, uh, the feedback was pretty dope, man. Like, a lot of people hit me up in the DMs uh, saying we need more. So we might have to move, do this more often, dog. We might have to do this every week. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the subscriptions need to go up. We got a lot of views on, on social media, so I think uh, we keep doing this, man. We, we You never know what's going to come out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot, man. Well, since the last time we talked, I mean, a lot has happened in the golf world. Um, what, last week we had Young Woods, you know Charlie. what I'm saying? Charlie mm-hmm. come out, and how old is Charlie? 14 or something? turned 14. 14. We have to fact check that one. But 14. Goes out, and he's just trying to chase his dream, see where he's at. I mean, he probably didn't have real dream, like, expectations to qualify. No. Um, but just got to, you got to do that for golf, right? You got to kind of jump in, do some Monday qualifiers, see where you are and where you need to improve. And that's what he did out there at, at Honda. What do you what do you think about that one? Uh, Well, it's not the Honda anymore now. It's oh, Cognizant. Cognizant. No, it's fine. But, um, that's going to keep happening, too. Yeah. To me, it's still the Honda. Yeah, always. But, uh. You kind of expected that to happen. You know, he's 14 playing against guys like us and been chasing pre-qualifiers for almost 10 years now. You yeah. Know? So you're against, like, the best college golfers and pros in America that are shooting 4-5 under daily. Yeah. And then you get this kid who's Tiger Woods' son showing up with cameras and fans all over the place, right? Right, right. It's like, I don't know what he shot, like, 86, and I know he had a 12, which, again, that happens to all of it us. Happens. Yeah. But, like, you guys are forgetting that he's a kid. And right. he's only played in tournaments televised with his dad. So although there's a lot of expectation and pressure, he's also protected by his dad, right? Right, right. So he's branded with his dad's logos and his teams, and he's always in those team environments with the when he's doing the father-son challenge. Yeah. And that's the only time we've really seen him on TV. And on the other end of it is when he plays at home and he's dominating, he's against kids that are his age or younger. Right, right. So to throw him in with the Wolves and then to just like, capitalize off of his name every golf platform posted about it talked Bro, about they it. had people they sent like people out there to take pictures oh, like yeah. following him it was like 50 to 100 people i mean they tried and I, they tried to keep it a secret uh, as long as they could which is, i don't know how they were going to do that but word got out and i mean you had people out there trying to get him to sign tiger woods memorabilia uh, that's crazy man crazy so like, he's still a kid still and then people bashing him for even for the score that he shot like we're talking about a 14 year old kid doing well i think it's one of the hardest things to do is the monday qualify it's impossible uh first this was the pre-qualifier so tell them about the process too so pre-qualifies is the is the qualifier you get to play before the monday so anybody can sign up I think it's two hundred fifty dollars. I think it's just another scheme for PGA sections to get more to money. Get more money. Uh, two hundred fifty dollars, usually about eighty to one hundred players each site, and they'll take. I mean, it's waste management. They take two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two or three. Two or three. Yeah, and then that's the hardest one. Waste yeah, management and then the lower the end events, they'll take like ten. Right. Whereas back in the day when we first turned pro, some of them were taking thirty, thirty to forty. Yeah. Um. So he's playing in a field of like I would, and then no disrespect to anyone signing up, but this is the reality. Half the field probably can't even play golf, right? Which is why they have the pre-qualifiers yeah, now to kind of beat all the, them out. All the all the wannabe pro golfers, right? And then he's Just going against you know forty to fifty really good college athletes, professionals, guys that lost their card that have to read. You know, you lose your corn fairy, you lose your corn fairy card. You're back in back in groups. Yeah, so crazy. I know for me, like I love playing pre-quals. I've gone through a lot of them. Um, but then you do that, you got to win it, and then get to the Monday. 
And that's even harder. Like, shoot, you win two, you pay two fifty for the prequel. You got to run you it back with players, shoot a good score, and on Thursday you got to wait Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get the opportunity to hey, give us some more money. You pay extra two fifty. If you don't shoot at a different course, a lot of times, and if you don't shoot six or seven under, five to seven under, I say for most of them, uh, you just donated five hundred dollars and spend a whole bunch of money on uh, hotels and travel and all that stuff. Like it's it's fucking. I'm gonna tell you all right now, I've gone through like maybe ten pre qualifiers. I think we probably have gone through about the same amount. Yeah, I don't even like looking at pre qualifying credit card mail no more right just the word pre-qualify stresses me out. it's stress it's, because... but i'll give you credit because corn fair you don't have to do pre-qualifier you just no. got to do straight monday qualifiers you pay 450 um 100 or so guys play for four spots at two different courses typically you got to shoot something super low because they're easy courses um matt's gotten through one something i, I never through, did i got through one at the end of the season 2019 the le that was steph curry's old event and I'm riding that out to the day I die because that's an accomplishment. That was shot 65. Um, it, like, was that low score? Or did yeah, that make it was a low number? score, and I got to play a practice round with Mike Weir and Anel Cabrera. Uh, Shout out to IA. Anel making a comeback, cause making a comeback. I think they freed the man, so now he, he's making. He a paid. Comeback. He paid his. He did his service. He did his time. I guess. But, uh, no, I got to play with two Masters champions. It was the final event of the year, so it's, like, the hardest field. Right. Um, it was a great experience. I've, I've Mondayed on other tours before, but that was the only time on the Corn Ferry. Yeah. Uh, but, like, going back to prequels, like, the clo- I've I've missed playing on tour, I think, four times by a shot. Yeah. Um, 2021, I won the pre in Minnesota, the 3M. Yeah, yeah. And then I shot at 65. I think you called me. And then I was like, yo, I'm in. And right. then... I actually remember Norman Zhang came in, final score, and kicked me out. So Norman and Beast, too. That's, yeah. that's tough. That, that can happen, though. That happened to me when I first came out in Jacksonville. Um, they had this tournament called the Winn-Dixie Open. Mm-hmm. I played in the morning. I uh, shot, like, 68 or something. This is, like, my six months into my professional career. First ever Monday qualifier. 68. It's windy. It's blowing. It's storming out there. Uh, all the guys I'm playing was like, man, you got to get in. Like that's, I had like the second best score of the day. And sure enough, as soon as I stopped that first wave, or as long as the day went on, like the wind just died. And then yeah. Brian Harmon came in with a low score. Or Scott Langley came in lower. And then I was suddenly, I was just as out. Major champion. I ain't think of it that way. I don't care. I, I was supposed to get in ever since then. I ain't never <laughs> been that close. <laughs> it's tough, man. And the and that's you're you're being generous with like playing on a Thursday. There are some qualifiers that you play on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So you're literally there for seven days building this anxiety of like in a week I could make my dreams come true, right? Right. And you know, this is more of a serious conversation of like how much time, effort and money you put into just hoping to have the dream become a reality. Yeah. And one shot can make your dreams come true, one shot could shatter them. Bro, that's the beauty of the game though cuz like every week our lives can change. And we see it happening. Sometimes we're, a lot of us are so delusional of thinking that, but it happens every year, every week, where multiple a guy gets through. Multiple times a year, um, where somebody just has that one good week and it changes their lives. Um, and I love that with golf. Like, every week, in other sports, you can't have a week where you just go out there. Maybe sometimes there's some stories, but you can just go out, make it on the team, or somebody gets hurt and you get, get into a to play with the Lakers on their team for a little a week or so on like a week contract and you ball out and you make something happen out of it. 
But with golf, you every week there's a Monday qual almost every week there's a Monday qualifier. And my favorite thing is every year I have a chance to play in the US Open and win the US Open. That I see it every year. I'm so excited for when that USGA qualifier comes out. I get to see the sights, see what's going on. And in my mind, as I see that, I'm like, man, I'm already I'm already there. This year is my year to get nah, the US bro, Open. We battle we we got the same site this year. Okay, well we're doing sirens, right? Yeah, Southern Dunes, a.k.a., uh, what is it, Auction? Auction, out here in Arizona. Auction. It's probably going to be the first tournament I'm going to play in five months, so. Well, we better go look. Well, actually, though, so I've gotten through, so you, have you gotten through locals at all? Once. Okay, so there's local qualifying, then there's sectional qualifying, and once you make it through sectionals, which sectionals is like a PGA Tour event. You got some guys that are finishing top 10 on the PGA Tour the week before, they still got to go through sectionals, and you're playing with guys that you see on TV every week. And once you get through there, then you're in the U.S. Open. Uh, so we got to do that. When's that? May or April? April May first? Yes, May third. May third. Um, I mean, depending how my swing feels, I might, I'm, I might withdraw. You showing up? No, no I'm just right. You can't. Especially no, after you, I ain't no bitch. Can't be done. No, nah, I'm gonna be there. Get into do the Monday qualifier for the waste management. Which one? Oh, my boy Kyle. Yeah, you talk yeah, Kyle, I then pushed, you can't I punk out the, now, dog. I pushed uh, one of my closest friends, Kyle Freeland, a baseball player for the Rockies. He's I've been knowing him for six or seven years now, and I was like, yo, you just got to play, and I think if you could break 80, a lot of people will be curious about what you do, and he shot 73. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can't I can't chicken out. You can't it. chicken out. No, I'm there. We're gonna have a, definitely going to have a right. bet because I know you're in it, Kiko's in it, Gabe's at a different site, but we have like six or seven friends at the same site. Yeah. And, um, and probably only three spots might get out. Shit, one of them's going to me. <laughs> we go see, cuz. We go see. But, bro, U.S. Open, like, I've gotten through three times through locals. Damn. And that's a that's an accomplishment right there. That, that's my thing. But then I get the sectionals and I went to bed. But, uh, <laughs> U.S. Open, like, you don't have to do more than what you think. Like, you don't have to go for, like, crazy things. You have to go six, seven under par to get through. Most of mine that I've gotten through, I think I've shot, like, 71 to 69. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nothing too crazy. So if you follow the rules, like kind of the Tiger rules, where it's like no three putts, no bogeys with um within with the wedge in your hand, you know, no out, of bounds, no out of bounds. Like you stay, just play simple golf. You don't need to take on crazy shots. U.S. Open is gettable. Like you'll find yourself having a chance. Yeah. So I think it's the easiest tournament to actually get into. Yeah. Because there's the most amount of spots, unless someone alters your situation and takes your golf ball. Right. Oh, Which is what happened? Oh, let's, let's talk, talk about that. Right. Let's talk about that. So, Phoenix Country Club. Yeah. So I was a member out there for the last five years, and this was crazy. I just got back. Shout out to Phoenix. Well, no, never mind. Yeah, we don't even. I about to say shout. We don't talk. But uh, last year I signed up and I did it at my home club, and um, I think I just got back from Japan from something right golf tournament, and I caught the flu. And I was like, shit, man, I don't even want to play, but it is what it is. I'm signed up. I'll just show up. And uh, I'll try to keep this as short and concise <laughs> as possible, but I was three under going into eight. Okay, in position. Uh, my coach pulls up to me. It was somebody I just, probably the first coach I've ever worked with. And right. he's like, hey, how are you playing? I'm like, oh, I'm three under. He's like, dude, second place is two over. Wind was blowing. By the way, I feel like that's the worst thing to do. That's it why. is, but I actually don't care. Yeah, but I don't, still. But yeah, you're right. But the- I was like, oh, cool. Um, I had my friend Riley Stillman, an NHL player, caddy for me. It was like a big moment for me because I used to play hockey. So to bring in like an NHL player to loop for me was right. really cool. 
My wife was there. His girl was there watching. And then we hit the ninth plot. So the ninth hole, parallel uh, to the ninth hole on the right side is the driving range. I hate this hole. Well, not now, because I get a cut now. You, Don't let... Yeah. You saw it. He saw it he yesterday. yesterday. Twice. But uh, on the ninth hole, parallel to the, the the fairway, there's the driving range, which is about 220, 220 yards long. So for yeah. people that want to hit drivers, you end up hitting over the fence. Right. And all day, they had an employee picking up golf balls uh, so that guys weren't playing the wrong ball on the fairway. So anyways, I hit my tee shot on nine. It's a little left. I see it bounce. I walk up. I can't find my ball. Right. The worst feeling ever. Panic, right? You start panicking. I'm yep. I'm sick as a dog. My caddy's running around. And my girl's like, yo. I and this was last year. This was, uh, yeah, May of last year. So you only had three minutes, which, man, yeah, you only that two minutes. minutes off from five to three is flies. huge. The time yeah, flies. So I'm looking around, scrambling, but I'm also super sick. So I'm just like. I'm putting in effort, but I'm also just kind of like ready to to go back to the tee. Right, right. And my wife's like, "Hey, I saw your ball, and it should be here. Why don't you ask the guy that's picking up range balls if if he saw it?" And I go, "Hey, um, person A, yo, did you see my ball?" And he was like, "No." Um, so I go, "Okay." So the marshal comes and he's like, "It's a lost ball. Just go back and rehit." Now, as a professional and any young kid that's watching this, you need to stick up for yourself. Yeah. You need to be vocal and you need to be stubborn about what you what you know and what you saw because the rules are never for you 99% of the time. And my wife is like, yo, I saw your ball land. I'm pretty sure the guy that was picking up balls picked up your golf ball. And I said, well, I asked him and he said no. And he was kind of weird about it. Right, but again, right. I wasn't really paying too much attention. Yeah. So I go back, I re-hit, I end up making a double, and then I go to to. Dang. to to 10 and I'm that's like, against right. the rules of tiger we can't make doubles yeah and i go back i go to the 10th hole and i'm like all right i'm one under sucks but it is what it is then i make another double mm. and then i go to the the 12th now we're tripping and i hit a ball in the water and i make another double so i ended up missing it by two actually even after all that all that um this is where the round got crazy is my wife on like the 18th hole was like she's kind of like frustrated with me because i didn't stick up for myself right she's like yo matt you need to go ask uh that kid if he picked up your ball because i'm pretty sure he did and he's costing you a chance to to get through right so i find the kid i call him out i say yo i just need to know if you picked up your my ball and lo and behold he pulls a ball out of his pocket and he's no, like, he yo didn't. no he didn't I made a mistake bruh i picked up your golf ball in the fairway and i was too scared to say something because i don't want to lose my job or you yeah. might lose your life. Yeah, he gave me the ball back. <laughs> no, and at that moment, lost it. He knew he fucked up. Oh god, yeah. So I'm a, I'm I'm like eight Tylenols in. Yeah, pissed that I'm not getting through the US Open qualifier mm. at my home at your home course in position. In position, I'm in the lead. Yeah, you know, and it's like my ego's on the line. My career. Um, it's been a while since I got through a US Open qualifier. So I go in the pro shop and I go, hey, like. Somebody picked up my golf ball. Here it is. And the head pro kind of just looks at me and laughs and says, tough break. And I like, I was pissed. I will break your face. So, so pay my money back. Exactly. Right. So I go to the USG official and I tell him, and he said, the rule was if the, and, and the, the guys in my group saw the ball land, they all said, yo, your ball should be here. Yeah. And the USG official tells me the rule is if you guys all deem that the ball should be in play here, um, you could place it where you guys thought it was and, hit it as your second shot because I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. 
Um, I know that. But also because I showed him, like, he gave me my ball. Mm-hmm. So the way it happened, it was it was tough, right? The rules against they're not for you. Right. Um, so I ended up, I don't know what I shot, like two over, three over or something. I missed by two. And I'm walking out of the clubhouse. I'm laughed at. I'm pissed. I'm sick. Um, so I went back. I spoke my voice. Right. Um, and long story short, me getting penalized from someone else's actions for taking my golf ball in the U.S. Open qualifier got me suspended from the club. Yeah, which is crazy. And Because you just use your, like you said, spoke your voice, talked about what happened, use your platform. But there's also been other things we want to talk no, about. No, but other about another day, but the problem with that is, again, when a USGA uses a golf club, right? we're all there not as members of the club. We're there as participants. Participants. The page of so money. I just got like penalized everybody. as a participant, and then I got penalized for my reaction as a participant slash member. Right. So you're saying you should miss separate. I mean, I wasn't there representing the club. Yes, I was sir. representing Matt Kang. Right. And that was like the start of a of a really terrible experience for me. And that's the thing that we talk about, these stuffy golf clubs, um, holding people back and not understanding like, dude, this is our this could change my life. Playing right. in the US Open or even winning a qualifier in my home club could change my life. Yeah. Every- and it was stripped away from me from a from a kid that was too scared that didn't do his job properly. And to this day, it's frustrated me because, you know, I got the short end of the stick. Right. Um, you know, it was really frustrating for me to have people say, like, what happened? And I had to explain myself to, like, 40 members. Exactly. And I look like this this dude that was, like, causing a problem. But at the end of the day, I was under par at my home club, cruise control, and it all turned made a turn because somebody picked up my golf ball. And I, I waited a And long just wasn't willing to stand up for it. Like, just no, what was no, right. wasn't, wasn't to stand on his business. And I waited a long time. I never spoke about it. You know, water's under the bridge now. I moved on. But I asked a lot of pro golfers, and I said, what would you have done? And honestly, yeah, I, I swore a couple times. I was pretty angry. But I had friends tell me they, they would have fought. that, that you know, Oh, parents they take that serious. You ain't lying. No. Um, and, I, and I actually asked the club. I was like, what would have happened if it was a 23-year-old kid that – put all his money into this one week and you took his golf ball. It wouldn't have just been swearing and like anger. Right. It would have been so much worse. Yeah. So that's all I'll say about that. And if that don't if that don't piss y'all off and kinda of get you like siding or having empathy for what Matt's been going through at that club, we go we got another story that's even worse. worse. But y'all just tune in. That's going to be in a couple of episodes. It's multiple. Multiple, yeah. That's that's what's wrong with the game. And I think this is why we need to do this. Is like, yeah, we're going to talk shit. We're going to laugh. That's what Flush Hour is. Right. But this episode, it's already seeming like, you know, this is more serious about, like, what we actually go through as pro golfers. Right. And this is, this is for the youth. To any kid, college, junior golfer watching, like, you're going to go through this unless you're oh, the 1% superstar. Right. You know? And... Just thinking about it right now frustrates the shit out of me because I was playing. You know, I always believe you get like one good month a year of like really good golf. That's a fact. And I caught a wave in June where I was. Yeah, strike a lot of irons hot. And to be three under, to have somebody take my golf ball, it felt like a traumatic experience. And it probably took me six to eight months to get over it. I, dude, I end up, I'm not a member at that club anymore. I spent a lot of money there. It sounded like it's a. It's- sound like you're still trying to get over it. sound like we need to get ready for a lawsuit. You That's said, a you traumatic said experience. I like them words for lawsuits. Yeah. And number two, <laughs> last, last episode you said I needed God. And I, I found God, man. Found God. I had to yeah, pray yeah, every day. Die real. 
Yeah, I really. see on here. I don't, <laughs> I don't find this kid who picked up my golf ball. You know, so. Hey, speaking of God, you know, some things that only, it seems like only he can do. Um, Liv has done something that I, I didn't think was ever possible and she only God was going to be able to do. AK. Bring AK back. Uh, Anthony Kim. He was America's golf hero at one point, like the Ryder Cup. He did work with against Sergio, swagged out. He had the the belts, buckles, and everything. Didn't give uh, a shit about nothing. Nothing. Apparently, it looked like he still don't. Uh, if you've seen the last couple of videos, like yeah. But I'm excited, dog. I I, I don't know what channel CW is, um, or how to watch this live golf stuff. But I'm tuned in. I think it's the same channel that uh, my son Zane watches. So is it? You got. It's like a children's network, isn't it? Ouch. I don't know. But we used to watch some of them shows on there but when I was a kid. For sure. Yeah. So what do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to do all right. I think from what I've heard through some mutual friends that he's been practicing for a long time and he's been, he's had some crazy money games, like unfathomable amount of dollars. And that puts a lot of pressure on you, right? Yeah. yeah. I think, I think at the end of the day, like even though it was. But dog, this helps a little bit, but tournament golf is still different. You got to get in there and get in tournaments. I can't stand that. I'll talk about that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, dude, he's going to a live tour. There's no cut. Facts. It's a shotgun start. Facts. Um, yo, you're also forgetting that he's a he was a professional athlete. Maybe he also misses the audience that he hasn't had. In- well, if he missed it, he shouldn't have went to live because there ain't no audience out there. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> shouldn't have went out there, dog. Live. But, uh, um, the only, uh, the, like, I love it. I think it's great. Like, everybody's going to be watching that more than tiger at riv which is crazy to say big facts true um but the only side of it is that like you're seeing this version of him and it just reminds me of like watching the big three you're like oh shit yeah he got old yeah yeah, yeah. did you see the picture yeah he, he looked run down right like these last 11 years he's been partying hard i feel like he spent all that 10 million that he got even it's partying hard and, and asians age well but he he's looking he's looking yeah but he's looking motion on this morning he ain't aged too well he's looking like he's been through through some things, life and a half. Papa K looks younger than him right now. Facts. He might be playing better than him. Yeah, that's uh, hopefully not though. Uh, but no, I'm excited. I think it's cool. I think it'll be cool to see the equipment he uses. I think it'll. Be yeah. Cool see, what was know. he playing? Nike. So he's playing. No, when he, before he left, he was a Nike guy. But I know he's yeah. in Titleist right now. Okay. He's got his like gamer Scotty from like 12 years ago too. Gotcha. Um, but we'll see, man. It was a good opportunity. It was a good time. Bro, AK was the first essentially live golfer yeah he was the first guy to decide that he's going to take like the money structure that how the risk that it takes of being a professional golfer um wasn't better than taking that guaranteed payout he's the first one that took guaranteed money in exchange for not playing on the pga over legacy over legacy Legacy. quite right quote-unquote legacy so um this is right on this is right on path with him this is right on par for for him what he's been doing uh what was it like? Ten million for was 10 it? Million for like he could never play on a PGA sanctioned tour event. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's going to create a lot of hype. I think everybody's going to watch. Right. And I think if he doesn't win or play really well in the first month or so, at the end of the day, he's just another guy and another golfer. So I think it'll like cool down. But the second he can win or top five, top ten, that'd be crazy. Be like, yo, that'd be crazy. Yeah, and the, and the other side that we, we are also forgetting is that the game is different. Social media, like he just started an Instagram today. Yeah, first post. Um, put his family on it, which yeah. shows like, you know, he's not what he used to be. Right. That was specifically key. That was dope. Yeah, like, yo, I'm a dad. He had his girl dad shirt on. Yeah. It was about his daughter. 
Um, he's not who you, he's not what we all thought he used to be. Yeah. And that's going to be a problem of like, you know, they always talk about, yo, I wish, I wish you made music like your first album. Right. Dude, he's 37 years old. Yeah. And that's where, dude, and that was calculated so smart because I was thinking, especially seeing his shot, like the swing that he took on the range. He's got some bands on, the the t-shirt and some like sweats and stuff, his hat, his hair tied up in a ponytail and stuff. I'm like, man, this AK don't, they don't give a fuck yeah. out here. He's going to come out here wilding, um, just have, just bringing the party and noise like he used to. Yeah. But then his first post is his family showing that yeah. he's at a new spot. All that partying and stuff, the rumors we've heard about what he's been doing the last 10 years. He's like, Mom, this is more about my family, me. Not so much legacy, but me taking care of my daughter my and my kid. Yeah, yeah, so. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, I think that was I think that was dope. So, we'll see. That swing looked good, though. Swing looked good. Hitting cuts. Cuts. Now, that did yeah. a pattern the whole. That well, it was going to look with it. So, he's he definitely went. just hitting cuts and straight balls. I want them to put him and Sergio in the group together. Starting I think on. they will. I just want to see that happen. I think they will just for nostalgic reasons, comfort reasons too. Like Need if you that. put him in a group with like John Rahm and Brooks Kepka, you're setting him up to fail. Yeah, that's too much. And he doesn't know these guys, right? Yeah. And maybe he does, but in all reality, they don't play tournaments together. Yeah. But going back to Sergio, miking them. Yeah. Those are easy conversations that people want to see, want to have. So you heard it first. We're betting on this. I think he's playing with Sergio. Sergio. And Sergio. Phil. All right, so this is, ooh, Phil, yeah. I like that one with Phil, too. Play with Sergio Phil's Sergio. hilarious. All right, so let's hear this bet then. Last time AK, well, the, not the last time, but the one that we remember, AK was playing Sergio at Valhalla in the Ryder Cup, and it didn't make it past the 12th hole. Yeah. AK just bum-rushed him. Who's going to have the lowest score this week? AK or Sergio? Sergio. That's what I was Sergio is one of the best ball strikers of all time. Let me, I'm taking AK still, though. I'm rolling with AK. AK all the way. That's one with. Put a little bit of money on it. There we go. The first drink could be on you because I already know I'm going to. It ain't happening. Come on, AK. AK, shout out, man. I'm going to get some great goose in honor of <laughs> I only drink tequila, so well, I'm, I need a tequila sponsor, by the way. Hey, your your logo here. Cheers to that. <laughs> uh, true, man. Lil making Lil making noise. So let's do. I mean, AK is huge, but we've been hearing rumblings and, and rumors Ooh. of an even bigger name, which nobody, especially last year, nobody would have ever thought that this rumor would come up. Um, Rory McIlroy to live. Yeah. How could he possibly do that after all he didn't said and talk? He Even though he's used, been backtracking it, he got used like a pond, like yeah. the industry does. And you know, it's the it's so far fetched to think that would happen, but that's entertainment. Yeah, that's the the golf world, and that's Rory saying like, "Yo, it's a different time." Yeah, let's let the poster boy, pretty like you know, easy to like athlete, grab the biggest bag, and that's that's like kind of the first thing I've seen that Rory. If he does it, right, will really make me want to watch Rory even more. I'm yeah, like, bro, because even AK, I feel like he realized that like he was the poster boy for a while, but then his first sign of injury, he's just like, man, I can't probably not be able to play good. But they went on to posting somebody else and marketing somebody else. Like nobody's in my corner here, and I have no guarantee anywhere um, that I'm injured. So let me just take this guaranteed money. Um, and now I guess Rory sees next. They're, they're probably going to start moving on to the next person. The legacy talk is not what it was. Um, He's tired of playing these nighttime matches with all these people. Man. Yeah, that, 
Yeah, that's that junk is. Uh, and and real in real all reality, there's going to be a merge, or there's going to be some sort of like live versus PGA tour. You right. might as well grab your bag and get yeah. the money before it happens. And he will be the one to make that happen quicker. Like if he so, he might as well get the. I'm hearing up to nine fifty. Nine. I heard like eight hundred million. Eight hundred million. Nine million. They got to join. I'm sorry, but I'm not trying to see the the guys on tour that we see on TV. Bro, the tour is taking L after L after L. I think it's great. You have stories like Jake Knapp and all these other guys. So they need to promote that more. So the, I think the tour messed up because they they went for so long promoting Tiger, yeah. right? Then they started, okay, Tiger's wearing off, so let's do five people here. Let's Roy do JT. Roy JT, Jason yeah, Day. So Matt, yeah. uh, right. Um, but golf so hard, like, those guys aren't going to be consistently in the hunt. Like, they need to sell more so the storylines saying that, like, Who's who's going to make their dreams happen this week or something like? It's tough because somebody every week, no matter who it is, they're they're playing to create win more money. They're playing for I don't know to just to reach their dreams. Um, but just selling certain players, five or six players, and it's a field of 144. Like the chances of those players being in the lead or in the hunt, as we see, hasn't been it. No, last week, like who's the most popular player that's won this year? I think it's like Tony, Chris Kirk. Yeah. Did Tony win this year? Tony won. Yeah, didn't he win? Dude, Maybe. again, who knows? I don't really want Maybe. But here's the problem, though. The pro golfer side of me loves what you just said because it gives guys like you, me, and everyone else that's chasing a, a chance to win $1.5 or more and play in the Masters. Right. The spectator brand side of me is like, all right, they're trying to become more like the NBA, but the problem is, is that like these young guys that are winning – they're still the same. Like, they're not moving the needle. Yeah, that's you know? true. Well, well, they can't, and nothing they can do about that, though. But that, that's the thing is on our brand side, I'm seeing this. I'm like, this is the PG Tour is becoming the Corn Ferry Tour, a, a platform for young guys to chase their dreams to grab a live bag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you look at the, like you said, who are the winners this year? And you look at the leaderboards, they're all guys you and I play it against. Right. That are winning, and obviously you have your your handful of superstars because it's going to happen. Yeah, but like, it's becoming like a glorified. It's like an elevated corn fairy tour event, and like now you have a chance to make your dreams a reality, make a lot of money playing the, all the majors. But if all the superstars leave the PGA Tour to the Live Tour, which they are, um, that's going to be the only tour that people are going to care about. Yeah, they still got some work to do, though, man. I, they need more. Events in the states, they got a, something about that CW deal. I, I'm having a hard time finding it. You watch it on TV. I mean, I, I you, you lose Roy, you're gonna get NBC or something. Yeah, that's true. It's inevitable. That's true. Well, it's gonna be interesting, man. Um, sure, all that stuff. Roy's talks about live. Um, but I get it though, man. Dude, it's so much money. Like I don't care. Like I'm pro. I'm not saying I'm pro live, but I'm pro players getting and securing money for their family. Because businesses do that. I mean, everything in America tells you, like, that's what we're supposed to do. Um, the full whole legacy talk. That's oh, there's a golf course here. It's called Legacy. I don't even step foot on that place. <laughs> we ain't buying Legacy. My Legacy we ain't buying that. my bag. Right, dude. If I find out, like, shoot, my great-great-great-great-grandfather, who was probably a slave or whatever, but I'm just saying, if oh, we get if, everything, no. okay. <laughs> if everything was hype about him talking about, like, how great of a golfer he was, he won this and that, and I'm up here still struggling and working, and I find out he could have took money that secured his family for centuries. Like, 
I'm like, why are you telling me this? I really don't care. I almost hate it, right? I almost hate that man. Like, that damn selfish right? No, nah, that's crazy. I'm, well, I can't right with this man. old green jacket. I need some money. Exactly. I think, like, at the end of the day, we're all humans, right? We all want to have fun, take care of our family, and whatever. If you can play this game and make as much money as you can, that's the right. ultimate dream. Bro, in what world do you not accept a promotion of more money and less work? That's like it don't even make sense. Like that don't even make no sense. Right. Like that's, that's in the major. That's in no, another world that I don't even want to know about. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find. Pill, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Shoot. So we getting that going. Um. But no, I'm. Dope. I mean, we'll see. I don't. I find it hard. To, I think it's hard to. From all the stuff that Rory said, I find it hard to believe that that's true. That he's really in serious talks to going to live. But if he is, that's Bro, a game changer. You give somebody eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, but the, there ain't no difference. What was on the board in the first place, probably. Well, he actually looks like he cares. So he's at the point now where I'm like, "Yo, you guys use me like a pawn. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna engage in conversations." Right. Right. Hideki's another one they're talking about. He obviously got offered kind of the same amount. Yeah. But apparently, that's already done. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that's happened. I've heard. I've heard of, those are the two names that are gonna go before this merge happens. We'll see. Crazy, which is funny, right? We were talking about the Hideki thing. How people always we'd be going to golf courses and we'd be getting called two golfers right. all the time. Right, right. If another person, listen here, I'm gonna just say this straight to the camera. Say it. Speak people, your truth, my boy. People, I... <laughs> Speak your truth. If you are at a public golf course, uh, just a small municipal course or a nice, decent country club, uh, and you see a black person, okay, and they got a decent swing, use common sense. That's not Tiger Woods, okay? I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said, oh, man, I thought that was Tiger Woods. No, no, you didn't. You just saw a black guy playing golf, and that's racist. That's crazy. And I don't like it. And for me as well, <laughs> I am not Hideki Matsuyama. Right. I have a pause in my swing. Right. But I'm not as good as him. Yeah. So please stop calling me that. Right. <laughs> I, I wish my bank account, like, I don't look anything like Tiger's 6'1". I'm 5'11". Uh, Tiger is no longer with Nike. And he's not with Grayson, so I'm wearing Nike and Grayson stuff. We need uh, to get you a deal. Need it. Your logo here, it can go everywhere. Your logo can go anywhere. Tattoo. Tyler, no, I ain't doing that. It one. ain't real if you don't get a tattoo. I ain't doing that one, dog. Callaway, Callaway did that deal, right? Yeah, that's that was crazy. They're they're getting guys that do the tattoo the logo on him for for golf balls and then a driver. Bro, it took me forever to get. That. I got a I got attachment issues though, so it took me forever to get the one tattoo that I got. So for another, Wait, you have a tattoo. Yeah, I got one. I didn't even know you had one. Tatted up. Look at life, right here, bro. When I first got my tattoo, I couldn't. I ain't keep my shirt on for like two weeks. Thought I was you a thug thought out here. Thought I was thug. Thought you were Nelly, right? Tat bandana under my eye and everything. You see how I am with the St. Louis everywhere representing the fit wild every day. It's a, this is a staple St. Louis fit. We got the Air Forces, uh, the Blues, and the baseball. This is what we do. And now it's spring training too, so I, I brought the baseball. But I honestly, I'm like a, a waste management fan. Like I was, I'm there, I'm supporting, yeah. but I don't know anything about the players. I don't know who went in, what's the score. I don't know a single hockey player. No, no. What's the name on your jersey? I honestly, if you pay me hundred dollars, I couldn't tell you. Hold on, this one. Oh, that's Jordan Bennington. He's from Toronto. He from that's Toronto? the goalie. Yeah, he's oh. he's Bruh. he was really good. Um, he's okay now, but no. I like the- yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then got the Cardinals. I don't know nothing the Cardinals guys, but you know, that's how we're rolling right now. All right. What else you seen out here with the fashion? Let's get the fashion. Let's get to Let's your talk world. About it. Well, 
see, you see my fit, you know. Shout out to the Scarborough Shooting Stars, the Toronto basketball team. Is it? Chromey sweater. That's G League or what is that? No, CBA? it's uh, the Canadian Basketball League. Okay. It's like a new league that's been around for a minute. Um, Chromey sweater, vintage car jeans, and, you know, the Louis Runners. Is that how you say like? that? Yeah. Chromey? No, Chrome Hearts. Oh, Chrome Hearts. That's just um, something I say. Okay. I'm about to say. I'm not as cool as I think I am. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what's the talk about some clothes? What do you want uh, to get into? So you um, you made posts about this. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but you all foot, you talking about the foot joys. Man, y'all ruined foot joys for me. Just care. like y'all ruined Jordans for me. No. And I now I'd be spending money on shoes I can't afford. Tripping. Um, foot joys are the best shoe out. Best okay? ever. The Wilcox I've been wearing, I think it's been out for about a year and a bit, and I've been wearing them for a year and a bit. You know, they sent them to me before. And I honestly think the Foot Joys have become the new Jordan 1 white sneaker. I like, wear them all day. Huh? Everybody's wearing them. Yeah. Or like the pan- the Panda Dunks. Yeah. They're it's a, like everywhere you go, I see true. some, some kid with Foot Joys and joggers on, and that just stresses me out. <laughs> and as a guy that pushes fashion and talks about clothes, yeah, my job in that lane is to not only change the look, but to find new things to wear and to just expose different brands without having to, you know, it would be nice to get paid for some of these deals that I do. Right, right. But I also want to introduce things and different looks to people that they're not normally used to seeing. Bro, but what's a, like, what's a good brand though? Like, I don't know anything else. Like I've tried, I mean, Nike's done now for the most part. Nike's still making product. They're just not paying influencers. That's literally what happened. Well, I go where I get it for you. Y'all don't know. Nike Golf is still around. They still have their Brooks, Rory's, Tony Finau's. All that happened was there's two divisions now. There's distribution and there's manufacturing. Manufacturing is still in Oregon. They're still making product. Okay. Distribution got sold off to a company in Toronto called the Mint Group, which Mm -hmm. is in charge of Strixon, Ping, Think Ping, a couple other brands, right? Right. So that's why you're not seeing these influencers with the, um, what's the the Nike Golf program called? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're talking about. So that that stuff's all gone. Yeah. So that's why, like, you've seen some of our friends that had Nike deals. They're right. just, they don't have it no more, right? Right. So that's all that there is, is there's distribution and there's manufacturing, and there's no more distribution. So I have a package from Nike Golf coming this week. Okay. So one of the homies is like, yo, we're going to send you some stuff. I'm like, cool. Right. Um, And that's that's kind of where that's at. So, so but, so... No more foot joys for you. I'm still wearing foot joys. I love foot joys, and I, I'll still do like my own colorways on the my joy stuff. Okay, so I ain't gonna put you in the box. You do it. But know. in all reality, once the I, I found a new shoe that I'm gonna start pushing, and once I get them, I'm probably just gonna stop wearing foot joys for a while. We're keeping it all right, so we ain't gonna. I'm not talking about it because somebody's just gonna see it. Still, and, okay, and run with It'll it. Let's first. I can't. I can't handle these vultures. Yeah. Um. But it, I'm also curious like what I'd wear in a tournament. So, for me. We went from like the athletic Jordan one that everybody wore the last three four years, right? To now everybody's back to the classic foot joy look because that's been pushed in the the streetwear like fashion lane. Yeah, yeah. So again, when somebody goes something, I always try to go the other way. Matt and be out here I'm wearing bringing back athletic golf shoes. Matt and be out here wearing squares by uh, Felix. Fila, oh, Fila golf shoes forever. I, I love Atlanta. Jiggy up some Skechers. I might be the first person to make Skechers. Skechers and Matt Kuchar. You never know. Matt Kuchar ain't never made Skechers look good, dog. He made a lot of money, though. <laughs> if you get to doing it, dog, Skechers ain't it. Skechers tattoo on my arm Matt. right here. Run me the deal. Run it. Run it. And I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it at all. 
What's the, what else you see trending? <laughs> if you out here with some Skechers, we got problems. I mean, I'm gonna do it. Bring Stella back. I'm not gonna be representing the Skechers all day if I bring the Felis back. That's what we, I want. I would be. I might vibe. Feli with the East Side Golf. Be all Atlanta. I, I might be, do that. Kind of tough. I'm over the 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 look of foot joys of seeing everybody wear it. I still love them. It's the best shoe out. I'm just ready for something different. That's all for me. I'm still just like Air Force Ones. I'm true to the I'm true to the foot joy. So I'm open to trying new shoes like Pumas and stuff. I really like the new Pumas. Um, yeah, they're good. Again, no brand loyalty unless somebody getting ready to pay. You know your logo here. Your logo go here. on the shoes, on the shirt, whatever you want. Uh, we got it. So and then I'm the actually shoot. I'm the same way with these clubs too, man. We, I mean, man, you didn't try a lot of different clubs too. So I, mean, I try everything. I don't, yeah. I don't I don't tinker with like woods and hybrids right. by three iron, but I tinker with wedges and driver and putter. So what wedge you got in the bag right now? I'm using the Taylor Made t- the Tiger Grind. That's the best sixty degree wedge of all time. Tiger Grind, what's that one? That's the one with like. Is that like the T Grind for this? Uh, no, the T Grind is so a I got super low bounce. This has three soles, so this can turn into like a high bounce or a low bounce option. Let me see that thing. But it's only for it's just, this is like Thor's hammer. Only for a select few can use it. So you got TaylorMade for the TaylorMade sixty. 50. I use Callaway fifty two fifty six. That's crazy. Obviously mirrored out on the irons. Uh, these are the grooves of iron. Like cheating. They cheat yeah. with these grooves. I got some old ping three wood and hybrid, and then right now. Uh, Wait, no, you worse than me. Oh, right, you got so we got TaylorMade sixty. What's the what Callaway wedges? Callaway wedges, Mira irons, TaylorMade three iron, old ping hybrid and three wood, spider putter. That boy got four different brands in his bag. Yeah, and then I got a TaylorMade driver. That boy's, <laughs> you, you might, I might have you beat, or you might have me beat. I got bulky wedge, Callaway, Callaway irons, or wedges, 50-54. Ping irons. Ping irons. And then you got all Callaway. PXG putter, so that's three. Yeah, I got a Ew. bunch of brands. Ew. Hey, don't fall asleep. No, do not. Do not fall asleep on the PXG. This mother say one and done. Hey, it's what's, legit. The, what's the other driver you got in there? Uh, what driver are you using? All right. Using I know you're not using that smoke. I, no, you ought to say it. I ain't. I seen you hit that smoke, and that shit was yeah, beyond to the left to the left. get his proper fitting, or I was swinging. I don't know. That is, that is the best driver on the market. Ping is the straightest. It's probably not the hottest, but. This is the hottest. It do. But you know why I like the ping? Cause it's flatter. It is flatter. And for me to draw the ball or miss left, I'm working on it. The two best drivers for me are the TaylorMade QI10. I like and then, that. And then the Cobra has been really good for me too. And I'm not, I don't like, I've I tried everything. I just, I think the old paradigm's better than the new smoke. Really? I got the old paradigm. And you just did that great. No, I didn't. I, that's why I had the pink oh, okay. in the bag. <laughs> Never mind then. The smoke looked good though, dog. I don't, I think it's just too like I don't like the gray. I think you know what you you did convert me though with the um the new golf ball. Oh, that Chrome Tour AI. Shout out to Zach. I need my golf balls. But yeah. You gave me what, a sleeve of those balls that I lost on the first three holes, and um, <laughs> from what I could tell, they were really good. But he had to warm up first. That's the, look, it wasn't uh, it wasn't the ball fault on a yeah. couple of misses. But I like this. I like my pain driver. No, I, that's still, solid. I might work my way into. So what? All right, rate them then. Rate the drivers. Right now, for me, top. I'll go drivers in order for me. I'll say QI ten is one for okay. me. Look, sound, and feel. Distance wise, it's long. I'd say Cobra is two. Uh, all black, super hot, smaller face. Um, 
Doesn't seem as workable for me. I just don't like the way it looks. It performs good. It performs good, but it look, it's a different look. Right? It looked like it's something that you get out of Walmart or like Kirkland. It looked like a Kirkland driver. It just doesn't Shit, look- then that should be the most viral driver out right now. Need- some of these fits I see on Instagram look like they're from Walmart. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say third is Ping. I don't like, you know how they have the grooves on the top? Yeah. I don't like seeing stuff like that. I, it took a while to get used to. Once you start hitting this mug straight, though- it's just you, you don't like have it. to hit it straight. It's always straight. Right. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. TSR. What's TSR? T- Titleist. Oh hell no! I'll put them fourth. I'm crazy as hell. Hey man, that's a good driver. And honestly, I would have put Paradigm last year's Paradigm in the top two because I was using it. But I was hitting that, and that's fifth. Bro, that Paradigm three. Oh, I got the Paradigm three wood. The Paradigm three wood is the Paradigm three wood is money. So I'd say that's my top five. What about you? What's your order? I'm putting Callaway top. No. Nah, I don't know. Don't lie. <laughs> this is blush hour. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. We don't lie. Shout out to Top Golf, my sponsors. Uh, they are owned by Callaway. Um, but I'm working. I'm working on this. I gotta get fit better. This the Callaway smoke. U.S. Open qualifier. You're on 18. You need to make a birdie. It's a tight fairway. Open I'm left and right, ping. like you're back at Orange Street. I'm hitting. This what driver are you using? I'm hitting this ping right now. Until exactly. I figure out the so shut up. That's how I figure out the smoke. Shoot, this driver let me down last week at TPC Sawgrass. That's not the driver's fault, my boy. Exactly. So I'm trying to figure it out. Um, I think. No, they they make really hot drivers. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a good driver. Like all drivers this year are really good. I just uh, I don't know what it is, man. The the Callaway head sit a little closed. It do. That and that what it is. I don't just like. I just don't like seeing that. I don't. I did everything. I put a new adapter on here to make it like flat. And oh, you already and, changed it up. Yeah, I got to put some hot melt on there. You are doing too much. I'm doing too much. If she don't love you, if she don't love you, just I'm figuring it out though. I ain't tripping. You're doing too okay, much, right? No. Every even if you like the photos every day, you're not getting her attention. So, man, I'm working on it. Uh, we had us all our clothes. We're basically brand horse. Or we just hoeing around. Got all different brands until all I be doing. until somebody pay us. Until somebody pays me. Your logo here. You can put your logo on these clubs. And just any of you club brands and your clothing brands, right? We can jiggy anything. We can make anything look good. So just let us know what you want to do. Wait, you say what? It's a Toronto thing. We can make anything look jiggy. Like anything look look fly. That's Will Smith started that. They gonna take credit for that. Will Smith started jiggy. And he from where? Philly. That's the Toronto thing. Close enough. Jiggy. Anyways, we can make anything look good. So <laughs> holla at your boy. Toronto talk. They y'all take everything, dog. We, y'all we think y'all culture. know. Okay. Who's got the greatest rapper in the world? And I don't put Jay-Z in this conversation because he's, he's like another level. Who's the best modern-day rapper in the world? NBA young boy. This month. <laughs> hey. He's a G League rapper. <laughs> I thought you was about to I don't say even know something a, else. I don't I even know a to... word he says. Hey. Greatest rapper from Toronto. Who's the, who's the greatest R&B singer right now? I'm bumping with Tory Lanez, though. I'm not gonna comment on this. I'm not even gonna say his name. I don't want to say his name. He's in trouble. <laughs> I ain't No, no. We got. Okay, we got, it's we, Drake. We got it's the. Drake. Who's the best? Who's the most famous, successful R&B singer right now? I'll, wait, The Weekend. Yeah, I was about to say. Y'all actually got a whole bunch of Toronto now because I was about to say who's the biggest lanes all of them. Who's the biggest white uh, R&B yes. pop artist? Right. Okay. Justin Bieber. Okay. Little Biebs. Yeah. Uh, who's the greatest? 
professional to never make it on tour. Matt, motherfucking my dog. You right, Toronto got it happening. Dang, I ain't even know. You gotta pull up. I ain't. I'm gonna I'm have my own tournament this summer, so I definitely want you there. Uh, what's the big festival y'all have out there? Oh, so uh, oh, Caravana. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, is, do, does Drake have his thing that we too? His festival, the that we... OBO Fest. Yeah, is that that? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't had one of those in years. For real? Yeah, he's kind of like cool that way because especially he's on tour right now. I don't think there'll be one this year either. Ah, uh, that's why. But um, we'll make something happen. You got to come out to the city. I still, I've been to St. Louis. Actually, the last time I was there, you picked me up from the airport. Yeah, ain't much there in St. Louis. I can't really. Let's baseball season. We probably won't be good. We won good last year. So, again, I don't know any of the players, and I don't know a record. I don't even know if the hockey team is in the hunt for the playoffs again. Right, you guys want a cup, so you're good. Right. You don't need to win We win out there. But you got to come out to Toronto, man. Let me show you some Toronto love. Let me show you some of the food. You don't need to see any of the things. You got a girlfriend. Um, the who? The, the ting that's what we call women in Toronto. Yeah. no I actually know they're from Drake Shout um, come to the city man let me show you some Toronto love let me show you the culture and, and the melting pot that we are what's the golf course is like up there amazing shout out to my boy Mike he just got the director of golf job at the National Golf Club oh I heard about the National that's National is like are we out there the man? National is like the probably the nicest golf course in Canada Um, super exclusive it's like the silver leaf of, of here yeah yeah. Shout out Mike. Mike, we, we out there. Plus hour out there, baby. We got to get Christian and I out there. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I still haven't even played it yet. Oh, you? I just really like you. I've been to the driving range. Okay. You was in there. You stepped foot in that mug, though. Yeah. Okay. I was in the driving range. I took a shower after, so I felt like a member. <laughs> you was working get, that hard. You had to take a shower? I didn't get experience to actually play it yet, so. All right, well, we out there there. Shout out Mike at the National yep. in Toronto. We out there. We go, well, obviously, we're going to be out there in the summertime. We have season so summer short. in the season is, uh, summer in the city is like the greatest vibe ever because we have, you know, a four or five month summer. Yeah. And when you get like the weather we get here, everybody out on the patios, drinking, eating, creating. Yeah. Um, The food is good. You know, everything about the city of Toronto, I, I growing up, I actually like, never really enjoyed it that's why i moved to america right right and now that i'm a, an adult uh i want to and anyone that pays attention to this man i'm going to put all my energy into the city bringing golf brand awareness equipment events um i think it's one of the most slept on markets in golf yeah and i'm not saying that because i'm biased um and i'm going to do my best to to put on for the city that i'm from because it's 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 something i wear on my sleeve it's my pride and joy Bro, I feel you on that. Like, you see me now, like, when I was on the big break, I wore the St. Louis hat on the golf course. Crying. Uh, My boy shed a couple I tears. Did, I did, because he had to show emotion, show that. You see it right here. We're going to put a little clip right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they make you cry, dog. They know what to do, right? After you lose, they put, like, three cameras in your face, a light shining, everybody around you. And they know what to ask you. So I was cool, and then they started asking me about my grandparents, and then, sure enough, the frog got in my throat. Started just tearing the, up, dog. They started getting closer and closer. I feel like the crazy shit is all you got out of that was a rangefinder and an Adam. No, towel. I wanted some. I wanted some <laughs> challenges. I wanted about five thousand dollars travelocity credit. I did all right. No, you didn't. Right. Help me build a brand in this sport, um, for sure. But also with that, you know, the brand that starting with that, um, and the people that I met through golf. Like I'm trying to do. So, I'm going back to the city, um, and of course I grew up at Grand Mariah. You have to. The match uh, was on TV. You know, the, the golf was lame. The the people playing on there just wasn't that entertaining. But behind the scenes of what that match really meant is 
they turned that golf course, they renovated the golf course. It was like a Muni in the West Palm Beach area. You're talking about the Rory match. Yeah. Okay. The match on TNT yeah, yeah. with Rory and uh Max. Some people know. And um who else was it? And uh Rose Dang. and Lexi Thompson. Um that course, they put twelve million dollars into that course and it's just completely redone it. They they do stuff in the city, they bring kids out there to play golf. Damn. Um I think just that match alone helped them raise like thirty million dollars. I want stop playing with me. Swear. I already went from 30 to 40, but um, more to their initiatives, right? Their endowment, so it's going to be over time. But, you know, I'm trying to get back to the city, and I feel like the most, especially if I don't make it on the PJ Tour, like I still want my, want to make an impact. I still think there's ways that I can make an impact and influence in the city. So my question to you is, take the selfish reasons of us wanting to win on tour and, like, chase our dreams. Right, right. If you could do one thing for St. Louis in the golf community, when it's all said and done, what is your biggest goal? I want to take the golf course I grew up on, Grand Mariah, is in the, in the inner city. I want to renovate that course and make it almost a destination and build a facility where kids can have access to the things that we said are not cool about the game, have access to, they can afford it, they have the teaching and resources they need to practice and get better right down the street in their area. Um, that's it. And I'm getting ready to work. I'm starting communication with the course now and the owners, getting permission for that. So... Stay tuned to that. I'm going to need some help. I'm going to need y'all help on that. Man, uh, we're going to get it going for sure. But as you heard it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going out to Toronto to see, not really paying attention to the teams, but we getting Jiggy out there in Toronto. My man you know said Jiggy. Get Jiggy out there. But you ain't going to ask me the same question what I want for my city? Well, you was just telling us. You oh, that's heard. true. That's true. That's true. That's my short, more short train of thought. Yeah. We'll save it for later, then. We'll get in a little more detail with it a little bit later on. That's We're going to have you out there, man. And I definitely. Um, I hope that happens for you. I think it will. Yeah. I know it's a lot of hard work. Right. You need a lot of help. Got to start a foundation first, a nonprofit. And from there, we'll put together the plans on, like, how to renovate the course, what we want to do. Uh, I think, like, part three executive course, courses are the way, like, the way of the future for golf. It's the best way to introduce young kids. Yeah. See, it's so different. Like, and I know I talked about it. I love Toronto. But, like, what you want to do is so amazing and it's so also so different than what I want to do, right? And right, I think right. that's the beauty of this is that we could help each other achieve our, our goals, but also we don't have to, we can coexist and still do similar things and right. different things, right? Right. We're, we're it's, They're parallel. They're not yeah, intersecting yeah. or conflicting, but they're parallel to each other. We can each kind of guide each other along the way and assist each for other. For sure, for sure. So we'll talk about it more. We got to keep working on it. Yeah, man. But next time we're on, out here, Want to see your logo here? You know what I'm saying? Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. We out here. Your boy Yellow. Um, Man, that's it, though. You know, shout out to the, the purest, the, the straightest hour in golf, flush hour. That's what uh, we do. Your boy Christian Evans. And, okay. Matt, and we'll see y'all in a couple weeks.